Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Monday, June the 12th, 2023, at 10.33 a.m. Central Time. Today's focus, Baptist online behavior. Today's focus, we're going to look at Baptist and their online behavior, but obviously, you know, that's just kind of the catchy headline, right? That's just, that's just to get Baptists to tune in, right? Because right now everyone's talking about the Southern Baptist, right? And all of the debates and arguments that are going on, but we're going to look at really your online behavior, my online behavior. We're going to look at the online behavior of Christians in general, but specifically, the article I have in front of me talks about Baptist online behavior. Now, typically, now typically, when you talk about Christians and online behavior, inevitably the conversation usually leads to pornography, right? The discussion of Christians using porn, struggling with pornography, porn addiction, whatever you want to call it, the sin of pornography, however you want to describe it. Typically, that's where the conversation goes. And by all means, I'm not saying that that's not a good conversation to have because Christian men all across the United States of America, I'm not here to speak about women struggle with it or not because I can't understand that. But Christian men all across the, the world, whether you want to believe this or not, inside the church, behind the pulpit, deacons, elders, Sunday school teachers, it doesn't matter. Christian men all across the, the, the United States of America, around the world struggle with pornography. That's just a real thing. People don't want to always acknowledge it. People don't want to admit it, but it is true. So we could talk about that, but that's not the online behavior I want to discuss in this podcast episode. I want to talk about a different online behavior and I think this, not only does this greatly speak to Baptist right now, especially Southern Baptist, but it speaks to Christians everywhere. And I am very familiar with this online behavior because I witness it almost daily by the way people treat me online. And when I say online, that can be an email or it could be a comment on YouTube or a comment on uh, Sermon Audio or wherever the comments may be. All right, but are you ready? Let's listen. First of all, let's not listen. Let me give you this article. This comes from Christianity Today. This was published um, at 8.23 this morning. At 8.23 this morning. So actually, hang on. Let me, I'm sorry. I apologize. June the 9th at 8.23 a.m. June the 9th at 8:23 a.m. So I'm a few days behind. I was I was getting ready to go. Look at that. Just just a just a little while ago and I'm already talking about it. But no, I I can't I can't brag, can I? No, I'm I'm behind. So go ahead and email me going, "You're behind. You're not doing your job. You're pathetic." Okay, all right. All right okay, I'm sorry. All right, here we go. You ready? After online debates, Southern Baptists get down to business. Long before the 10,000 plus messengers show up in a massive conference hall uh, each June, the Southern Baptist uh, Convention has already begun debating the issues at stake at its annual meeting. 
Southern Baptists have come to expect the online back and forth and the weeks leading up to the gathering with pastors, leaders taking sides, strategizing and detailing arguments around the issues before the convention. This year, as the denomination readies to meet in New Orleans, June 11th through the 14th, um, the biggest disagreement aren't over what they believe, but what the SBC should do to uphold those convictions across 47,000 autonomous churches. Now, they go on to talk about it, but the point is, before the convention, Southern Baptists have been online arguing and debating and fighting And all I can say, if you have watched any of it, if you have read any of it, I've got questions. I've got serious questions. And it's not just the Southern Baptist. It's just Christians in general watch their behavior online. And I'm sorry, somebody has lost their minds. And I don't know why Christians behave in such a manner that they do online. I know, well, come on, let let me take it back. I do know why, because we're all sinners. But yet Christians run around claiming that we supposedly have some supernatural power and but. Okay, we, we can get into that entire discussion. We'll get back to law, gospel. and But the reality is Christians are sinners and it is in on full display in the way we conduct and treat each other online. At times, it is so deplorable, so disgusting, so messed up that I just get depressed, discouraged, and say, you know what, I, I, I'm done with the entire thing. Watching it is an embarrassment, but Christians act crazy online, like literally like insane. And this is not a new thing, right? I'm just, the only reason I'm talking about it today is because that headline just made me re- think about Christian behavior online, and right now, especially Baptist. But I, I can go back to the early days of Facebook, the early days of Facebook, and when I, you know, I, I, I discovered it and started utilizing it, there was a part of me thought, oh, this could be really kind of cool, right? You could have these great in-depth conversations about very meaningful things with people all across the internet. You could, you could talk about this. You could talk about that. Like I wasn't really, I didn't perceive it as, oh, share pictures of what I'm having for supper. I didn't perceive it like this kind of just basically shallow stuff. I wanted like, we could have meaningful conversations about everything from doctrine, theology, you know, mood movies, music, like, you know, like it could be awesome. And all of a sudden there was a pastor, there was a pastor on Facebook at the time and he would, um, post, he would just post like a kind of a random, like an idea, thought, question, something, but it almost like he was trying to stir the pot. He would throw out, I guess the only way I could, I could the only way I could describe it, he would throw out basically something controversial, right? He would throw out a controversial topic or a controversial take on a subject. And then World War III would erupt underneath his original post. It was just crazy. Well, I initially, I got caught up in it. I'm sitting there arguing and I'm like, whoa, dude, I'm going to argue this and I'm going to look up this and no, you're wrong. And no, no, what about this? And no, no. And I'm like, I'm just full blown in debate mode. And I don't know how long it took. I, it wasn't a super long a period of time, but it was, I, you know, I, I don't want to say it was like 24 hours, but it wasn't like six months. So I don't know exactly how long, maybe it was longer than six months, but all of a sudden one day I realized, what am I doing? What is this? This is ridiculous. This is just, 
this is nonsense. Like all we're doing is arguing and fighting every single day. No, no one is, no one is changing their minds. Everyone is just, and then it descends almost into people calling each other names. And it's just like, this is the, this is literally the definition of vanity of vanities. All is vanity. This is the definition of meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. All is meaningless. This is literally, what am I doing? And so slowly but surely, I started basically removing any Christians that I, I know you're, this is going to sound horrible. I'm just like, I'm just going to start blocking, not, not blocking, but just no longer following no longer following Christians because all the Christians, it just always ended up in debates and arguments and wild claims. And, 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 ju- and I'm like, just, I got to get away from these people. Like I got to get, I need to find people like, you know, who'll talk about, I don't know anything other than Christianity because it, all it does is argue and fight. And it's like, this, this is not good for my own mental health. And, and my entire experience on Facebook was a horrible, I mean, like I made so many mistakes. Like I could apologize for months on everything I did wrong at that point on Facebook. I did everything wrong. It was a horrible experience, a horrible experience. So that, so that was me getting it. So I, I was just involved, but I just watched it. And from that point on, I think it's only gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. It's just turned into insanity. I'll, I'll never forget. This is, this is, this is a, uh, a, a more recent example for our podcast, uh, our podcasting hosting company, Spreaker, they have this thing set up where whenever we go live, it will send out a notification on Twitter. Uh, whenever uh, our broadcast is available for on demand, it will post it on Twitter. Like I don't do anything. I have no control over it. It just, it, it sends everything to Twitter automatically. I don't do anything. So to set that up, we had to create quote unquote, a Twitter account. I don't really uh, do much on it. I try not to uh, post anything. I definitely don't try to comment on anything. But because I know I have the ability to do so, I will at least check Twitter because I can I can follow like other accounts. Uh, I can follow like usually nothing related to Christianity, but I can keep up with this or keep up with that. But sometimes I can go look and just see what's going on in the world of Christianity, right? I can just kind of take a step back and look. Now, usually after about 30 minutes, I get depressed and, and, I, and, and I get mad. And every once in a while, I'll want to jump in. About 99% of the time, as soon as my hand goes to the keyboard, as soon as I get ready to, you know, type something, tap something out on my iPad, I'll slap my hand. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you, you know, that is the, the literal, that, that's, that's, that's the essence of futility. That's the essence of meaningless. Do not do that. Don't do it. And I'll, and I'll debate with myself. But one time, Phil Johnson from Grace to You, right? John MacArthur's right-hand man. He had posted something because there was a lot of celebrities who had posted a video singing, singing Only Imagine by John Lennon, right? Or Imagine by uh, John. Uh, yeah, hang on. Let me make sure it's Imagine by. I uh, don't want to get the song wrong. Yeah, Imagine. Uh, hang on. I want to make sure. 
Yeah, John Lennon, imagine. Right, okay, I don't know why I was saying only imagine, but John Lennon, yeah, imagine, okay? But I've never been a big fan of that particular song. Other songs by John Lennon, yes, definitely. Obviously, he's working the Beatles, yes, okay. We can get into my whole music thing. But um, the, the celebrities, and I wanted to make sure I had to look up, make sure I had the right news article. But yes, so uh, the celebrities had, had recorded themselves singing Imagine by John Lennon. Want to make sure everything is completely 100% correct here as I tell this story. And Phil Johnson posted something, I don't remember the exact words, very very much criticizing it, very much just like, you know, tearing it apart and oh and 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 as soon as I saw it, I was like, You're you're mis understanding the song like that's not what john lennon was saying and i had you know there i've watched uh in- i've seen interviews where he talked about the song read uh, interviews read articles about the song and i'm like you're misinterpreting the song like that's i don't think you're quite understanding what john lennon was trying to say we may not agree with what and i tried to be very specific we may not agree with what he said but we need to make sure our criticisms are based on are, are on exactly what he did say, right? You don't have to agree with it, but if you're going to criticize it, you've got to fairly represent it. And hopefully I would do that with anyone, right? Like if you, if I'm having an argument with you, right? And because I disagree with your stance on something, Hopefully my criticism would be based on what you actually mean and what you actually said, not on what I am just making up that you believed or you said, right? You would want it to be fair. I mean, like, isn't that the the least a Christian could do? It's if we're going to criticize something, we make sure our criticisms are accurate and fair and it it, it accurately represents the truth. Now, I understand what John Lennon was trying to say. I don't know if I necessarily agree, but I, but at the same time, there's aspects of what John Lennon was trying to say and imagine that I can be like, you know, I I do want the, all of these things divide people. All of these things cause, cause war. If, if we could imagine a world where all of the things that divide us didn't exist, that would be great. Now you could argue, even if you removed all of those things, would that still bring peace? Like you could get into a deep philosophical discussion, but it's not like people just read a few words of Imagine by John Lennon and only imagine, isn't that a mercy, uh, mercy me? Oh my goodness. I hope I'm not, uh, I apologize to John Lennon if I just took the name of your song and mixed it up with a Christian song. I do apologize because that is a crime against all of humanity. Okay. But I digress. All right. I digress. Okay. No, no way did I just do that. Okay. All right. But imagine by John Lennon. Um, now I'm like, what did I just do that? I just committed a musical crime there, but I digress. The point is whether you agree or disagree with John Lennon's take and imagine you need to accurately represent it. So I simply thought, okay, you know, Phil Johnson, I mean, come on. Um, he's been greatly influ- influential in my ministry. Um, I respect him. I've respected, I don't always agree, but I've respected a lot of things he's tried to do. I've respected how he tried to take a stand against certain things going on in Christianity. You know, so, hey, I'll just jump in and say, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think maybe we're misrepresenting this song a little bit. I think maybe maybe this is the way we should interpret this. Like, because, you know, I've looked at this and I've read this, you know, I mean, it was on Twitter, so you're limited by, you know, the number of characters which is ridiculous, but 
Okay, so I tried to explain it to the best of my ability. I didn't attack. I didn't say, you stupid idiot. Maybe you should just not talk about music. Like, I know it was like very just low key. And then the next thing you know, I'm getting attacked by everyone. And Phil Johnson starts attacking me. Like, it's a full-blown attack. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm just trying to explain and it's attack and it's attack. And then the next thing you know, Phil Johnson goes, looks up our church website, right? And then comes back and go, I don't, basically I call into question what you say about your church because clearly you're not doing that because on our church, we're like, you know, committed to in-depth teaching of God's word. And it's like, he, he called into question my entire ministry, called into question my entire church. All because I was trying to say, I think you're possibly misrepresenting lyrics. And I believe John Lennon, whether we agree or disagree, deserves the respect that if we're going to criticize him, we crit. And I got, he attacked my church. He literally attacked my entire ministry because I had the audacity to go, mm, look, when it comes to music, is, I mean, anyone who knows me, you could argue, you could argue whether you agree or disagree with how much music I listen to and how much I know about music. I will put my musical knowledge up there with anyone. I know I didn't prove it by saying imagine, called it only imagine, mis- max- mixing it with mercy me. Okay. I understand I didn't prove it there, but the point is, yes, I can have very in- in- involved conversations about music and about lyrics and analyzing lyrics. So I, and not only that, I, I read a lot about it. I just read a lot of, and, and he wouldn't even, like, there was not even a, a hint of humility going, you know what? I don't know a lot about John Lennon, or I don't know a lot about this particular song, or no, I haven't read or listened to any interviews. You could be right. I could be mis- misrepresenting it. Could you help me better understand it? I Because I kept saying, guys, I'm not defending the message. I'm saying you're misrepresenting the message, but it did not matter. I was called, oh man, people just went off on me. And I finally, I had to just like basically unfollow and like tried to, I think I had to delete stuff. And it was like, it was insane. Sane. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? What did, and these are Christians, people who are supposed to be followers of Christ, where we're supposed to at least love our enemy. And you're going to literally call people names and attack people's ministry simply because they're like, hey, I think maybe you're misrepresenting this song. Like that's, that is not, that is not someone that that is not that's not even rational that's not even logical that's not that's not even just basic common decency that is below treating a human being with any dignity or respect and that's being done in the name of Christ oh john lennon this atheistic song this paganistic song and anyone who says anything positive about it we're going to destroy because we're christians and we love people we're like, okay, all right, how about you just stop acting like a lunatic? I mean, it was it was the most insane thing I'd ever witnessed. And that was just one example. That's just, I, I could give thousands of these examples, but that one was just so like, hey, uh, I think maybe you're not quite understanding the song correctly. And then I just kept trying to explain over and over, no, 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 how dare you defend this? How dare, and you claim to be a Christian and like immediately my Christianity is being called into question and it's just like, you know what? I'm gonna go find where the atheists hang out. 
because they treat me. And, and I, I hate to say this, that I have always been treated more, more, more respectful by atheists, agnostics, and people of the LGBTQ community than I have been by many Christians online. If you, if you see, if you could see emails I receive, I've received everything from death threats because I dared called into question Duck Dynasty. I got, I've, I have received, I mean, you could go on and on and on with the things I have received. And it's like, what in the world is going on? So I want us to just take a minute and to consider our, our online behavior, everyone's, yours and mine. I, I try now to just avoid it at all cost. But I wrote down three things. Number one, when you're involved in these online back and forths, these debates, what are you accomplishing? What are you accomplishing? Now, we've been studying the book of Jeremiah. And when I think about online behavior, I think about three verses in Jeremiah chapter two, all right? Jeremiah chapter two, verse five, thus saith the Lord, what iniquity have your fathers found in me that they are gone far from me and have walked after vanity? Now, this obviously a little bit is dealing with idolatry. It's dealing with Judah. But hey, what, why is it as Christians we have walked after vanity? We, we are gone after meaninglessness online because many of our online debates and yelling and screaming and fighting with people online, it's just pure vanity. It's meaningless. And I love this. You have walked after vanity and are become vain. I wonder if a lot of our online behavior is just us walking after vanity. We're not walking after Christ. We may be saying we're defending Christ, but reality, we're walking after vanity and we ourselves become vain. We become empty. We become meaningless. It's just an exercise in futility. You have a better chance of arguing with a wall than arguing with people online. It would be better for you to just grab a chair, go sit outside and watch your grass grow. That would be more productive. Jeremiah 2, 8, the priest said, uh, the priest said not, where is the Lord? And they that handle the law, this is Jeremiah 2, 8, the priest said not, where is the Lord? And they that handle the law knew me not. The pastors also transgressed against me and the prophets prophesied by Baal and walked after things that do not profit. Are we walking after things that do not profit? Most of our online behavior, when we're getting into these debates and arguments, we're walking after things. Who, who, what are you accomplishing? Who's benefiting from it? Who? And then, um, I think there are one more verse, verse 11, Jeremiah 2, 11, hath, uh, hath nation, hath a nation changed their gods? which are yet no, no gods, but my people, speaking of you know, this of Judah, I will refer to this as Christians, Christians, my, my people have changed their glory for that which doth not profit. When you, it's like we, 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 we forget spending time with God, listening to sermons, forget having meaningful conversations. It just descends into utter chaos time and time again online. And I've watched the Southern Baptist yell and scream and fight over 
Rick Warren and this issue and this issue and people calling names. And it's crazy. And not only does it not accomplish anything, do you not see how you get played? Look, here, here's the way the game is played. If someone has a lot of followers, right? It could be a Phil Johnson. It could be J.D. Greer. It could be Albert Moeller. It could be Rick Warren. It can be anybody that you have a significant number of followers. Here's the way the game is played. Do you not wit- wit- witness this? They post something, maybe something controversial, some kind of hot take. And then everyone underneath it goes bat crap crazy. They go nuts. They lose their minds. They go insane. They just, they go crazy. And the original person who posted it, guess what? Guess what? They're gone. They don't even engage. Most of the time, they don't even engage. Look at a lot of the arguments online. Someone will post something and then they don't engage. They walk away and then everyone else is fighting. So who are you arguing with? Are you arguing with your original poster? Typically, the one who originally posted, they've already moved, they've already moved on. So who, 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 who are you talking to? Who, who are you dealing with? Look, everyone loses their minds. Everyone goes crazy. For what? Because the original poster, in most cases, is not even engaging you anymore. So then you start arguing with other people. All you're doing is just adding more attention to that original tweet, right? Because the more traffic under it, the more it becomes more visible. And so guess what? All you're doing is letting more people see the original message that you supposedly hate. That's all you're doing. Just ignore it. Just move on. Like I should have just done with Phil Johnson. Well, you know what? If he wants to misrepresent John Lennon, what can I do? What can I do? If he doesn't want to try to take a time to have a, an intelligent conversation, right? Like the minute he realized that we weren't understanding one another, he could have just sent me a message. He could have just messaged me and said, hey, man, let's talk about this in private. Let, let's, let, let's work this out. You know, hey, I don't understand. And I would have been more than happy to say, hey, can we talk on the phone? And and like, hey, this is what I'm trying to say. Like, I think you're, you're misunderstanding. I'm not coming in this going defending atheism. I'm just trying to say we, let, we've got to represent this correctly. That's all I'm saying. But no, everyone loses their minds. Everyone literally goes crazy. And and people don't realize what you're doing. The, 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 and sometimes I want to jump in the middle of it and go, hey, guys, This thread now has been going on for an hour. Where's the original poster? They've already moved on. They're gone. So who are you arguing with? Now you're arguing with someone else who's arguing with someone else who's arguing with someone else who's arguing with someone else. And now you started calling him names. They they started calling you names and you've started calling their Christianity into question and they're calling your Christianity into question. And then some of us are sitting back watching it going, this is pathetic and sad. All right. So there's my first thing. There's my first thing is what are you accomplishing? Second, how are you conducting yourself? Is there anything you're doing in the way you conduct yourself online and arguing and having these debates? That's anything remotely close to God glorifying. Now, I know what Christians always say. No, I'm defending the truth. I'm taking a stand for righteousness. I I am confronting the works of darkness. All you're doing is arguing online. Stop 
convincing yourself that you're on some holy crusade. Uh, All you're doing is just yelling and arguing online to no avail. You Christians love to convince ourselves that we're doing something righteous. I I remember when I started arguing online, you know, a long time ago, I thought I was doing something right. And then you realize, no, I'm not. How am I conducting myself? What am I doing? I'm I'm engaged in arguing, 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 arguing. I'm taking up all of my time. There's nothing God glorifying in this. There's nothing glorifying in it. How are you conducting yourself? You've got to stop and look back and look at your tweets. Look at your Facebook posts. Look at your whatever social media you're on. Look at your and ask yourself, what are you doing? What are you doing? I think I think in any reasonable way, if you if, if you were a pa- parent and you were listening to kids act like you act online and, and you heard them talking outside your window, you would go out there going, kids, stop, cut that out. You're not to treat each other that way. But we sometimes can't see it ourselves. Just stop it. No, you're not accomplishing anything. We're not conducting ourselves anything in a way that's remotely glorifying to God. Number three. What do you think other people think? When all the Christians are acting like fools online, what do you think? What do you think the world thinks? Look, I, I'm a Christian and I look at it and I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is embarrassing. This is just forget this. Forget this. Like I, it makes me three seconds. It makes me three seconds. It, it basically places me three seconds away from declaring myself an atheist. That's about, okay. That's a little bit of hyperbole, but it makes me about three seconds. I'm, I'm about three seconds away saying, forget it. This is ridiculous. If this is Christianity, I want nothing to do with it because of the way people act. And if it's not, if it's not online social media, how about the emails you send Christian podcasters? Like sometimes I want to turn on this microphone and put people on full blown blast, right? Give give them their first and last name, look up their information. Like I sometimes I want to say, how dare you? Like do you do you know how you're treating people online? Like that, but I, I don't ever do that. But there's times I want to give someone's full name when they send some emails. Uh, and there are other Christian broadcasters and Christian publishers who will talk about the emails and and the and the, and the way they get treated. It's insane. Watch the uh, comment section at the Christian Post. You're just like, what? None of this. Like, what do you guys do? And sometimes it's the same people arguing over and over and over under every single post. You almost want to call them. You almost want to like you want to call them and go, hey, 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 could you just step away from the comment section at the Christian Post? Could you find a hobby? Maybe you could read your Bible. Maybe you could pray. Maybe you could take a walk around the neighborhood. Maybe you could get a friend. Maybe you could buy a dog. Maybe you could volunteer at a homeless shelter. Maybe you could go fix up someone's house that's falling in. Maybe you could just do anything other than what you're like. What are you doing? And because when people watch that, and a lot of times on the Christian Post, non-believers will definitely comment, and they'll make it very clear that they're a non-believer, and they'll, they basically, in many cases, will call the Christian arguments out. What are other people thinking? What are other people thinking when they witness it? Now, I know this. I, 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 my, my online behavior has definitely been called out before and it was not right. And I, and I made a million mistakes. So I'm not here 
trying to say that I, I am the one who's got this figured out. Well, I'm a human being just like anybody else. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person just like anybody. I can get mad. I can get upset. I can get engaged in fights with the rest of them. I can call people names. I can lose my mind. Yeah. I mean, like I'm no, I'm not, I'm not in any, I'm not better than anyone else, but I just know that all of our behavior, what does the world think? You do realize that you're online fighting if everyone else is watching. You do realize that, right? Like maybe it's time to go, mm, hey guys, hey, could we just, uh, hey, could we just, uh, maybe, maybe you could just message me. Maybe you could just email me. Maybe we could have this conversation in private. Maybe, possibly. Wouldn't that be better? Wouldn't it be better for you? Be better for me? Be better for everyone? All right. So number one, what are you accomplishing? Number two, how are you conducting yourselves? And number three, what do others think? What are you accomplishing? How are you conducting yourself? And what do others think? And then number four, when you find yourself in those online debates, do you perceive the other person as a brother that you should love, a sister that you should love, or an enemy that you should love, or do you just see them as an opponent in which you want to beat? Do you see them as a person whom you are called to love? If they are a Christian, you are called to love them. If they are, if they're even your enemy, you are called to love them. Turn the other cheek. Resist not evil. You're called to treat them a certain way. Or do you just see them as a, almost like a faceless entity whom you must destroy? You're more interested in proving your point. You're more interested in winning the debate than you are in demonstrating genuine love to the other person. I've seen, I mean, like I've seen Christians get into an argument, maybe someone who's pro LGBTQ or, or, or transgender or what, and I've seen Christians treat them like utter dirt, total disrespect. They don't show that even, there's not even a hint of love. Their words drip with hatred. With a, they despise the other person. They just want to destroy the other person. They want to win. It's win at all costs. They want victory. They don't want to show love. They don't want to show a testimony of Christ. They just want to defeat their opponent. Number one, what are you accomplishing? Number two, how are you conducting yourself? Number three, what do others think? And number four... How do you view the other person as someone you are called to love and show that Christ-like love to them? Or do you just see them as an opponent in which you want to defeat and destroy? Christians need to rethink their online behavior. And, I, I'm, and I'm starting with me. My, my way is I just try to stay out of it. I just don't. Like, like I said, I have a Twitter account because of the, of the uh, podcast. That's it. I, I can post. I can. I don't have a lot of control, of, complete control over the account, but I, I try not to, I try not to engage. I just try not to engage. I try not to, try not to, try not to, try not to. On the Christian Post, they have the comment section. I try not to. On uh, Yahoo News, there's comment section. I try not to. I try to just not engage in any of those situations. I just try not to. 
I try. I wish I could engage in a way, but, but what I've learned is even when you're trying to engage in a very just genuine way, trying to be helpful, you'll just get ripped into absolute shreds. You'll just, you'll just get torn apart because everyone will lose their minds. They, they lose all sense of just respect and decency. What else can be said? Look at yourself. I got to look at myself. We all have to do better. I've got to do better. You may need to do better. We all probably have sins of our online behavior we need to repent of. Let's do better. Let's try our best. We're always going to fall short because we're sinners. Thank goodness for the blood of Jesus Christ that washes away all of our sin. Praise God that our salvation is not based on our online behavior. It is based on the finished work of Jesus Christ. But yeah, sometimes just, and, and if you do have a social media account, just maybe for the next two or three weeks, just watch, just watch and look and ask yourself, is this meaningless, meaningless, meaningless? You may have a different opinion. You can email that to me at newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. I apologize to John Lennon for, for, I don't know why I did that. Well, as soon as I said John Lennon and imagine, it was one of those weird situations where it just felt like I said it incorrectly. Like I said, imagine John Lennon. I'm like, wait. Did I say John Lennon's name? Like everything just felt off for a second. But I think a minute, immediately when I said only imagine, immediately I was like, wait a minute. I know it's not only, it's imagine. And then I, then I said John Lennon. I'm like, did I say his name? Then I panicked. So I had to look it up and all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute. I just, I, I can only imagine is mercy me. And so I was like, only imagine. I was borrowing from that. And I was, and I'm like, how dare I ever take that horrific Christian song, horrific, 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 cannot stand that song and get it anywhere close to the masterpiece of the work of John Lennon. I'm not necessarily a fan of Imagine, just mainly because it's been done in karaoke a million times on on American Idol and The Voice. Uh, Maybe originally I liked it. I think John Lennon's done better songs, but I digress. Apologies to John Lennon and your legacy, you, 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 you should never be compared to anyone in contemporary Christian music ever. All right. There's, there's, there's levels of genius and yeah, whatever. Okay. never mind. I'm going to get myself in trouble there. All right. So apologies to John Lennon. Imagine John Lennon. All right. There we go. Not, I can only imagine my mercy me. (laughs) No, no, not that song. All right. Thank you. But in reality, a little bit of joking there at the end. But seriously, we all need to look at our online behavior and probably be convicted, repent, confess, repent, and strive to do better. That is your today's focus for Monday, June the 12th, 2023.